Have you ever known, have you ever known an oddball? Someone who just cannot fit in. The harder they try, the less they fit. I was one of those as a boy, an oddball. I was the one brother of four who didn't look like the rest. I was the only kid that my eccentric uncle told me was not really blood kin. I was always chosen last in sports, yet I wasn't smart enough to be a nerd or a geek. I was just an oddball. So, when I first read this passage in 1 Peter at about the age of 13, I thought I had figured out my place in the world. We're going to talk about that passage and talk about being an oddball. That's the title of today's episode, An Oddball, on today's Christian Holiness Daily. So here's that scripture that I found when I was about 13 years old. And when I found it, I really thought, wow, I have finally found my place in life. I know where I fit in. And here it is from the King James Version, because that's what I was reading when I was 13 years old. And it is found in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, I believe. It says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of the darkness and into his marvelous light, which in times past, you were not a people, but now you are a people of God. You had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. And I thought, wow, I know exactly where I fit in now. I have... I was convinced that the gospel was made for losers and that this loser, me, was made for spreading the gospel. I was mistaken about the meaning of these verses. God does say elsewhere that he chooses his messengers and his workers based on qualities that may not be evident to you or I. But this paragraph from 1 Peter does not really address that issue. In context, Peter tells us that Christ is a stumbling block to most people. Most people can neither fathom nor duplicate the example of holiness that Christ sets for us. We are not chosen because we are peculiar. We Christians are to be peculiar because we are chosen. So, what makes us peculiar? We are peculiar because we are chosen. And in particular, our generation now, in the 21st century, we are peculiar because no one has ever had such easy access to God's Word and study materials as we do. In hindsight, we can never say that we didn't know God because his word was not available. We are peculiar because we are a royal priesthood, witnessing to the lost, intercessing, interceding for our nation. We are to be an example to one and all. We are peculiar because he has set us aside to be holy, filled with his love. Because he calls us to be his own, we are to be his children, his people, that is a term, his people, that was once applicable only to the Jews. Now it applies to Christians. We are his children, his people. Because God has chosen us, me and you, we should surrender all that we are and all that we have to follow him in love. Because he has chosen us, 
before the foundation of the world, we should be holy and without blame before him in love. He predestined us to adoption, to be sons through Jesus Christ, sons to himself, according to his good pleasure, according to his good will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, through which he made us accepted in the beloved. That's Ephesians 1, 4 through 6. Now we can have redemption through his blood. We can have forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 1, 7. In return, out of love for Christ, we should abstain from the fleshly lusts that war against us. Having, we should conduct ourselves in honorable fashion among those who don't believe that when they speak against us as evildoers, they may, because of our good works, which they have observed, actually glorify God in that day. We are to be a witness to those who persecute against us, those who persecute us. First Peter 2, 11 through 12. No one has ever accused me of being holy. No one has ever accused me of being perfect because I am not. I am sanctified through the works of the Holy Spirit. And in return, because I love him, I have made myself a disciple, obeying him day in and day out. But it is a battle, a daily battle. Paul says, I die daily, and I do too. It is an hourly battle. It is a minute-by-minute battle. Breath by breath, I have to surrender to the power of the Holy Spirit. I invite you, surrender to the power of the Holy Spirit and worship him in love.